0: Today. Welcome to the Talk It Out Podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. And tonight, I am getting it off my chest. A master of play. Hey, the music I'm listening to. There were two groups in the late 60s, early 70s that kind of mirrored each other, but kind of didn't. This is the Friends of Distinction. The song is Grazing in the Grass from 1969. Um... Hey, you know what, first thing, have you ever done this? I was making breakfast yesterday, and I picked out an egg to crack, and it was heavy. It was real heavy. You know, they were large eggs, but it felt real heavy inside, so I cracked it, and on the side, it still felt heavy. And I looked at the yolk coming out, and it was kind of dark, and I was like, oh, shit. No, no, I ran it through the egg in the trash. I didn't get the yolk time to crack fully until it got in the trash. I wasn't trying to see a baby chicken. No way, that would have fucked up my whole breakfast. You crack open the egg one time and a little chick comes out, oh man, it make you ate eggs, it make you ate chick. It would have fucked up my whole meal. So I just threw it in the trash. Now, possibility is I could have wasted a perfectly good egg. But the truth is, I had a really good breakfast. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's discovery. And the other way that discovery is, for years, I've been, I've been blessed with a lot of talents. And I try, to t- I try to use those gifts that are given to me to share. They help provide for me and mine. They help to grow my life. And I'm coming up on 20 years of working in the children live entertainment business. And this started when you have kids and you follow your path. My kids were born, and I remember looking my oldest son in the face, even though he couldn't understand what I was saying when he was about a year old, and telling him, you need to be what you want to be. Now, this is a, I am a classically trained uh, singer, voice major, did some graduate study in composition, so I'm a musician. And at that time, I was a corporate sales manager for Marriott. And as the words were coming out of my mouth, I'm looking at my son going, even if he doesn't understand me, he's looking at me saying, you full of shit. You sell, you sell in hotel rooms. So I took that conversation I had with myself and the mirror that is me. And I decided to leave that business and find a job in music. Now, every musician's goal is, well, I ain't gonna say everything, my goal was to grow up and sell a lot of records because I'm a songwriter and all this kind of stuff. It didn't happen at that time, but I still love music. I remember being in the sales business, walking around saying, I am in the wrong world. So I decided to go teach. This is the other group I was talking about. This is the Fifth Dimension, Friends of Distinction, Fifth Dimension, Fifth <coughs> Dimension. This is called Stone Soul Picnic from the album of the same title, 1968. These guys are really good too. So, I um, got a job teaching because I felt like that was the one job that I could do music all day and kind of get myself back and work my chops better, just all day musician. It's one thing when you're selling hotel rooms and you, then you go into to the studio after that and you know the next day you got to get up and go back and sell hotel rooms and you're not selling them on commission. You're selling them on salary. So you're selling maybe $2 million worth of hotel rooms a year and you're bringing home $45,000. It didn't add up. So I started teaching for the freedom of being a teacher and being a musician. And then, even though I enjoyed it, I started looking at the... Salary sheet At that time it was $37,000 This was in the late 1990s Middle 1990s And 15 years from then I could have been at 53000 That didn't work for me either But I did teach for a couple of years Six years to be exact Meantime my children were little So I had overcome that Now I could tell them to be what you want to be I was going about it in a different kind of way But I was still in my field Then one day when I picked them up from preschool, their daycare, Delray Baptist Church, great, great memories. Um, The director asked me, she knew I was a musician, and she wanted a music program. So she asked me, would I be interested in trading tuition for music classes? Yes. Yes, I would. At that time, tuition for two kids was maybe $400 a week or something like that. Of course I would. And that's how I started with Mr. B, my children's music program. I love kids. And a lot of what I did was natural. I had to accumulate, you know, basic information about children, not children in general, just, just how they how they grow, how the brain grows what they know, what they can learn the most, the gross motor skills, the fine motor skills I did my research um, I took courses in child development see I had the other tools already I could play I love to play and children are the masters of play so I had the play part down back to the discovery though children are also the masters of discovery just the beauty in their discovery, the way they discovered things is beautiful in its own right. Um, I'm going to give you an, an idea of what I'm talking about. There was a kid at one of my preschools named Kieron, and I remember him to this day because he was just a wonderful little boy. Um, this too is the fifth dimension, it's called Working on a Groovy Thing. is a really cool song. So. Kieran was a Redskins fan. His family used to have Redskins season tickets. I am a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. So one day in class, Kieran brings his, his mom, gives him his Redskins program from the game the week before. And this is when they had Deion Sanders. And Deion's on the cover. So Kieran's coming in and he's excited about making a joke with me. He goes, Mr. B, Mr. B, Mr. B, look. Deion, and he froze. Because he looked at Deion and he looked at me he looked back at the magazine and he looked back at me he did it the third time and this little white kid with the red hair beautiful as he was at four years old looked at me and said hey Mr. B you're black like Dion I said yeah and we moved on see children will discover what's real what's new and then they move on that changes when we saturate their thought process. Now, we can do it good or we can do it bad, but that let me feel that, okay, if they can just discover or allow to discover on the and, and, and are guided through that in nurturing and love, then they develop their own thought process. Well, years later, parents are the same way. Um, I bring this all about because here's what I'm getting off my chest and maybe you can relate to this, maybe you have situations like this. When I say systematically we don't love our children, systematically we don't. As a system, we think that children are to be, I don't know, manufactured or or processed or something. I know it means, I know we mean to love them, but I spent the last 20 years Because of children Working for myself I would hear murmurings from time to time From people saying Why is this grown man playing with kids? Or who does he think he is? Or what else is going on? How about the fact that maybe I just loved what I was doing? How about the fact that maybe I got paid well enough To consistently provide for my family With what I was doing? With what I loved doing. How about just the fact that it was real? I worked for the Marriott. I left when I heard a corporate guy from First Union, which used to be Wacovia Bank, which is now, I don't know, whatever, but still, they got upset in the morning because their coffee wasn't delivered on time, and I said, fuck you. I went to work with children. How about the fact that, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you don't have to get up and go to work all the time, or you work for yourself. Well, I know everybody's work for themselves is laughing now. Yeah, because you do. Because firstly, you're your own boss. Secondly, you love what you do. And, And with me working with children, it got to the point where it was like, okay, I used to work with grown-ups who might smile on your face as long as you were productive and who knows what they said behind your back and who cares but with children and to this day when I go to work with children they're happy to see me they're genuinely happy to see me do you know the feeling of walking into your work and having people chant your name and you're just getting there now You must come correct Because I can't come in there and say I don't feel well Because they're going to smile at me and say Okay, so what are we going to do today? They're just ready to play They're the true masters of play I take from that The other thing is Doing birthday parties You go out on Saturday I've canceled out on some grown-up things to do birthday parties And they go, why do you do that? Let me tell you something This is how it works for me When a three-year-old Is asked or a four-year-old is asked, whether they're black, white, Indian, Hispanic, whatever, when they are asked by their parents what you wish for your birthday, and they say Mr. B. And their parents love them enough and trust me enough to invite me into their home to make me part of the history of their family. A very small part. But when they look at the photo from their child's third birthday, they got the cake, the child, and me. I take that as an honor. I take that as a blessing. I take that as a sign of love. Life, legacy, lasting friendships. This is the legacy part again. Recently I had a 12-year-old kid come back to the school that I was at and tell me He plays the saxophone because I played the saxophone and made him laugh when I was four, when he was four. Get what you get. I get what I get. I'm not hating on you. You're not hating on me. I provided for my family doing something I love. I went from wearing a shirt and tie and a suit, blue or gray, preferably to Marriott's choices, to wearing a t-shirt with a hat backwards and going on my own time. On my own dime You can say what you want When you work for yourself You understand anybody does work for themselves The first thing you throw out is respect Because you know what it takes Outside of that Everything is good I'm singing I'm getting them going to work tomorrow too And uh, I can do this too I'm pretty good at this This is the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. That's Stevie Wonder from Songs in the Key of Life. He's singing. I'm singing too. Life is great. Have a good day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Got that off my chest.